Hiker Collectibles, welcome to another Fahid episode where we give you a quick and clean update on what's happening in the world of Pakistan cricket. Please visit us at crickelectuals.com and remember to follow us on all major social media platforms at crickelectuals. We're doing something unique here today. For the first time, we're putting a video of the free hit where you can put the face to the voice and uh, get to see me while I talk to you about our news stories for today. So definitely go to our YouTube channel at crickelectuals and subscribe so you can get all future videos. We have lots of headlines today, big and small. So let's get to them. Here are the top stories of the week. We'll share an update on the Best 100 program, the new cricket stadium, job postings for a new coach, 14 Pakistan, Ramiz Raja's meeting regarding fan engagement, Mohammed Hafiz's retirement, Mohammed Hassan's performance in Australia, and the 2021 PCB Awards. So lots to get to. Let's get to it. News story number one. A few details about the 100 best program have emerged. Ramiz talked a little bit about this on several different occasions in front of the press. Details have emerged around who the 100 children are going to be. It sounds like they're going to be between the ages of 11 and 19. And the 100 program is kind of like a scholarship program where the children who have shown some kind of aptitude in cricket, some talent in cricket, will be granted a 30 thousand rupees stipend a monthly so that they can focus on cricket but also receive a cost-free education at a good school and uh, they can work on their cricketing skills and also how to become a professional cricketer so lots of really really good things uh, embedded in this program and it's a great opportunity but it is limited to only 100 children and it is for the entire age band of 11 to 19. The other cool thing about this is that children who get accepted into this program get to live on a stadium property where there will be rooms and children will be able to stay in those rooms. Next up, we have a new cricket stadium being built in Islamabad. It hasn't started yet, but we've just gotten the approval. Ramiz Raja went to meet Prime Minister Imran Khan and there received an approval to construct a international level cricket stadium in Islamabad, the capital city. So we've talked a bit about this in our full episode. So tune in again for our full episode on Monday where we talk about the advantages of this and the possible pitfalls. Next up is the new job postings that are up on the PCB website. And this job posting is identical to the job posting we saw for the High Performance Center. We see five different coaching positions. We have a high performance coach, a batting coach, a bowling coach, a fielding coach, and a power hitting coach. We've written a blog post about this. But to me, all these coaches seem a bit excessive. However, I do understand the need for various different types of coaches. But the only issue that I foresee is the lack of communication between all the coaches. When you have too many chefs in the kitchen, you know what happens. Things don't go as well. The communication channels have to be really, really strong. And the head coach has to really bring everybody together in a very good way in order to effectively work together for the betterment of the team. So hopefully when and if all these coaches are hired, they'll be able to keep that communication going. And as far as the head coach is concerned, it sounds like we're looking at a possible foreign coach and some names that have been thrown out are Amy de Villiers, Andy Flower, both of whom said no because they were occupied with some IPL coaching, apparently. But some other names are Simon Katchik, Peter Moores, Gary Kirsten. Gary Kirsten's name keeps on coming up. So I'm wondering if uh, that's going to be a name that's going to be shortlisted. And Mickey Arthur's name is also in the hat. So we'll see what happens. We'll see if these guys actually apply 
And these are the names I think that the media is talking about, you know, as potential good candidates. But we don't really have a lot of news around whether or not they themselves reached out to the PCB or applied to this position. The deadline for the application is soon. It's January 24th. So by then we should know who's applied. And hopefully a couple of weeks after that, we'll have a decision from the PCB and we'll know who the head coach is. Next on our agenda is Zermiz Raja's meetings in Karachi with regards to fan engagement. So Ramiz Raja met with fan engagement committee and some stakeholders involved. There were security personnel there. There were people who were in the fan engagement committee that were there. And he basically talked about what to do in order to make the experience of the fans enjoyable and to how to remove the barriers that fans face when they're trying to go watch a game in the national stadium. So hopefully all of this uh, talk turns into some action and we'll see solid plans going forward so that fans will actually be able to enjoy the game in peace. Another PCB personality that's been in the media lately is uh, Chief Selector Mohammed Wasim. He's been back. He's given a couple of interviews to Sama TV and I think ARY. And in these interviews, he really talks about what goes into the selection selection of the team and uh, there was a lot of talk about which of the T20 World Cup teams was the right team the one that was announced a little bit early and then had to be rescinded and changes had to be made three to four changes were made to that team to turn it into a a second team that was created that actually went and played uh, in Dubai so the team response was well we didn't know we had the time so we use the time. And in fact, uh, he thinks many other teams wanted to do the same and wish they had done the same, that they had made those last minute adjustments to suit the conditions. And uh, what seems argument is that because they had those national T20 games that were happening inside Pakistan, they shed some new light on players and that allowed them to make quick adjustments that actually proved to be very effective. So he was standing behind that decision. The anchors also asked him who had the final say in the team selection. Was it him? Was it Bobber? You know, was, was it the coaches? Who is it? And uh, he clearly stated that, you know, he has the final say. He's the chief selector, but he does not have any say in the playing 11 that's a coach captain kind of thing and the captain makes the final decision on that now that we have some clarification on that let's move on to the next stories we have stories related to a couple of players first Mohammed Hasnan's performance in Australia he took three wickets and a maiden over for Sydney Thunders that's the team he plays for so a really impressive performance by Hasnan the video is everywhere you should google it check it out that entire over he bowled was really really good in fact only the first delivery the first wicket that he got that was kind of a loose ball but he may have gotten a little lucky there but the rest of the over was really tight definitely worth watching next up is Muhammad Hafiz's retirement as we all know by now a couple of days ago Muhammad Hafiz held a press conference with the PCB and announced his retirement he has no plans right now of any kind of work or being involved in cricket however he didn't rule out being involved with Pakistan cricket Uh, as long as he said he was able to prepare for whatever the role that might be. We wish Hafiz great luck. We talk a little bit more about this in our full episode, which is coming up on Monday. So make sure you tune back in to listen to our in-depth analysis. And the final story of the free hit is the 2021 annual PCB Awards. So the 2021 PCB Awards had 10 categories and they had been sharing nominees in all of these categories on social media for the past couple of weeks. It was a virtual event that was broadcasted live on Facebook. It was a really well-run event, and the winners in each category are as follows. First up, we have the most impactful performance of the year that went to Shaheen Shah Afridi for his performance in the first 
T20 between Pakistan and India in the T20 World Cup. No surprises there. The second award went to Mohammad Wasim Jr. for the Emerging Cricketer of the Year. Third award was the ODI Cricketer of the Year, which went to Babar Azam. And the Women's Cricketer of the Year went to Nida Dar. Test Cricketer of the Year award went to Hassan Ali. The Spirit of Cricket award went to the moment when, during the T20 World Cup, the Pakistani team went to the Namibian dressing room to visit them and to talk to them and to cheer them on. The next award was in the category of T20 Cricketer of the Year. And people thought it was going to be Babar, but actually it was Mohammad Rizwan for scoring probably the most runs in the calendar year. Then we had the Umpire of the Year Award that went to Asif Yaqub. And Domestic Cricketer of the Year Award went to Sahibzada Farhan. That one was a surprise to me. I, I had not seen enough of Sahibzada. And I'm looking forward to checking him out a little bit more to see what he's about. And lastly, the MVP, the Most Valuable Player of the Year Award, went to once again. Mohammed Rizwan. So Mohammed Rizwan capped up two big awards, the Cricketer of the Year and the Most Valuable Cricketer of the Year. And that's all for today's free hit, folks. Make sure you check us out on CricLectuals.com. Follow us on social media at CricLectuals. And check out this video on YouTube. This is our first one with an actual face in the video. So let us know what you think. If you want more of these, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, this is your host, Jay, signing out. Peace.